Welcome to the Drive Deeper Podcast, where we gather together on your morning commute to dive deeper into the scripture and give you a word to meditate on the rest of the day so that you can walk closely with the Lord during your busy week. Today we're going to look at another passage in Matthew that declares who Jesus would be when he, the Christ, was born. In Matthew chapter 2, after the Magi come to Herod in Jerusalem, looking for the one who is born the king of the Jews, and Herod seeks out the religious leaders to see where the Christ would be born, the religious leaders tell Herod this from Micah 5, 2 through 4. In Bethlehem of Judah, for it is written by the prophet, And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And so, Yesterday, we focused on Jesus as the Savior, as the one who came to save us from our sins. Today, we're going to focus on Jesus as the shepherd. One of the most well-known passages in all of the scripture is the Good Shepherd passage in John 10. And so, I would love to spend our time in this passage this morning as we see what it means for Jesus to be this shepherd that Micah, many years before Jesus was born, prophesied that he would be for his people. What do you think of when you think of somebody shepherding a flock of sheep? If you're like me, somebody who lives in the Midwest, you don't have much of a visual picture of what this looks like. So you have to rely on either seeing pictures or videos or what you've heard about shepherding. Maybe, you, maybe you've read a book on it um, or maybe you've heard somebody teach on what it looked like to shepherd. But it's important that we know this because... If we have a shepherd from Scotland using a sheepdog to run around the sheep and herd them so that they're going in the proper direction, we're going to have trouble catching on to what Jesus is really saying here. Because in contrast to shepherds in Scotland who use a dog to lead their sheep, Shepherds in ancient Israel used their voice. And this would have been something that all of the people in Israel hearing Jesus teach on this would have known. So ultimately, to be led by the shepherd means to hear and follow his voice. So let's look to... John chapter 10, the Good Shepherd passage, to see what Jesus says about what it means to be led by the Good Shepherd. 
We're going to go out of order from how he presents it, but I think it'll be helpful for you to hear it this way. Jesus says in verse 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and leaves the sheep and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. So out of care for the sheep, Jesus lays down his life. So out of care for the sheep, Jesus lays down his life for them. So first and foremost, Jesus as the good shepherd came to save by laying down his life for his sheep on the cross. And nobody is a part of his flock unless they believe in him and have received this salvation, this deliverance, this protection from sin and from death. So to be a part of the flock means to be a part of this salvation that the shepherd came to provide by laying down his life for the sheep. But the second thing that we see in this passage is that the shepherd knows, leads, and feeds his sheep. In verse 14, Jesus says this, I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the father knows me and I know the father. In verse three, he also says this, the sheep hear his voice, speaking of the shepherd, and he calls his own by name and leads them out. So the sheep are known by the shepherd, and as a result of this, the sheep know their shepherd. They have an intimate relationship, which doesn't just happen at the snap of a finger. This intimate knowing, this personal relationship this bond that is built is developed because of time spent together. This speaks not of Jesus's omniscience, his ability to know, <clears throat> his, his knowledge of us as a result of simply knowing all about us as God, but instead of the relational knowing, this intimacy that is developed because you are his. Does Jesus know you in this way? In order for him to know you in this way and for you to know him in the same way, you must be spending time with him day by day. It is vital that we do whatever 
it takes in moving around our schedules and rearranging our lives so that we can be known and better know our shepherd. So the shepherd knows us, but he also leads us. So, the shepherd knows his sheep. The shepherd also leads his sheep. Well, how do they do this? Well, once again, how does he do this? He leads them with his voice, and they follow him because they know his voice. Look at verse 4. When he has brought out all his sheep, He goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. How well do you know the voice of your shepherd? If you're spending time with him day by day, If you're following him constantly, you're going to know his voice really well. But it's one thing to hear the voice of the shepherd and know it. It's another to follow his voice. Now, once again, in Israel... Sheep were led by the voice of the shepherd. There's no sheepdogs. There's no other way to be led by the shepherd than to know and follow and obey his voice. So, are you hearing the voice of the shepherd? Are you following the voice of the shepherd? How often are you hearing his voice? How often are you getting into the word so that you can directly hear the words and voice of God so that he can speak into your life and you can be led by his voice? Additionally, are you seeking the Lord throughout your day? Are you praying to him and looking for him to lead, to give impressions and leadings to you? Are you looking to him and relying upon him and waiting for his leading in his voice when he's putting you in situations and putting you in the paths of different people so that you can follow your shepherd? Now, God guides and directs us in many ways that may not be his audible voice. I do not hear the audible voice of God day by day, but I can metaphorically hear his voice in the way that he leads me. As I pray and he puts something on my heart, as I'm talking to somebody and he guides the conversation, as he puts scripture on my heart, as he leads me in different ways. So are you hearing the voice of God? Whether it's his direct speech from the Bible or in the ways that he is leading you in more subjective ways in your life, even if it's not his audible voice. Are you listening? Are you allowing yourself to be guided by his voice? 
because in order for this next one, he knows, he leads, he feeds, you need to be following his voice. How will the sheep find pasture and be fed and nourished if they're not hearing the voice of the shepherd and following him? Jesus is a good shepherd. He is faithful. He is trustworthy. And he will bring us to the green pastures we need in order for our souls to be nourished. But if we're not following him, how are we going to be fed? If we refuse to listen to him, we're going to go astray and end up spiritually malnourished and starving. Lost sheep are skinny sheep. They need to be brought back so that they can be led and fed. So, Jesus came to save. Jesus knows, leads, and feeds his sheep. And finally, Jesus came to give his sheep life in abundance to give them the abundant life. But here's the thing. Only those who are spending time with their shepherd are following his voice, are being nourished by what he gives them. Only these are going to find this abundant life. Jesus offers abundant life to each of us. Each of his sheep has the capacity to live into this abundance of life. But if you refuse to follow him, if you refuse to listen to him, if you refuse to be led by the Holy Spirit, if you're not being nourished by the right things because you're ignoring what he's leading you to, you can't expect for your life to be that. You can't expect to have this abundant life that Jesus desires for you to have. You can't expect that you're going to have this abundant life that Jesus came to give you. We have to be listening to the voice of our shepherd. It all starts there. You know, the sheep in ancient Israel didn't have facial recognition like our iPhones do. They had voice recognition. They're not just led because they know who their shepherd is by seeing his face and therefore they follow him. They hear him whether he is right next to them, whether they're at the back of the flock and he's at the front, whether he's a quarter mile away and they're leaving this area of pasture to go to another. They recognize the voice of their shepherd. The sheep will not have abundant life if they are not allowing themselves to be led by the shepherd. The sheep will not have abundant life if they refuse to follow his voice or do not hear it at all. The sheep will not have abundant life if they are not spending time with him.
Jesus Christ, the ruler born in Bethlehem, the long-awaited Messiah, is the good shepherd that his people have been waiting for. So we need to be sure that we are following our shepherd closely, day by day. There's not a moment throughout the day that we do not need to be led by his voice. We need to be hearing him. We need to be following him. We need the good shepherd to lead. Are you allowing the good shepherd to lead and feed you today?